Welcome to the Don't Die podcast, sponsored by Aloe Treatment Centers. They're out in Malibu. They're in Silver Lake. It's a treatment center I started with some friends. We want you to get the right treatment, the right program for you, and stop dying. Stop dying, Chuck. How <laughs> many you. times have we said that? You know what's funny is that I got a guy at work who goes, I walk in and he goes, stop dying, Chuck. <laughs> and I go, hey, have you been listening? And Daryl's like, yeah, I've been listening. I've been listening on the way to work. And I do, then I get really like insecure. I go, what have you been talking about? Uh-oh. Because it's just like us. We just hang out. And I never think about what we've talked about. I know. Until I, I hear from somebody going, hey, you guys were talking about this. And I go, did we? Well, I get, I see, I don't listen to the podcast, but I listen to what people say. They instant message me or whatever. And a lot of people who have addicts in their lives listen to our podcast and get some sort of human solace out of it. I don't know why. Well, because, well, why not? We, we're on the other side of it. But we're also kind of like advocates for the people destroying their lives. <laughs> I don't know that we're advocates for go get loaded. I don't think we've ever said, hey, if you're using, keep it up. But but it is weird that, that you can't say how something is perceived, right? Like the, the ancient story, the old story is Sammy Hager Weekend, the song, the only hit song me and Mike ever had, is not a joke or a satire or making fun of Sammy Hagar. But everybody thought it was. So then I just said, yeah, I'm that clever yeah. that I was making fun <laughs> yeah. of Sammy Hagar. I know. You know, people don't know that you have a Sammy Hagar signed picture in your yeah, my water bathroom. closet. In yeah, there yeah. you go. So we're in Laguna at my place. I'm super rich. I'm a multi-millionaire. <laughs> one of Bob's many estates. This one overlooking the ocean in because, Laguna Beach, California. And I, it's also like, I wanted you guys to come here because it's not a house. It's like a one-bedroom apartment that I got because I started a rehab four doors down with some friends of mine and other friends of mine, not Evan and Jared. But And then after like four months, the whole thing blew up. And it, it was just it's Figuratively chaotic. or literally? financially okay. <laughs> is that literal that's or better that's better than like malibu so burned it, down so i don't know so it blew up but then i was so confident because i don't know why i'm always confident <laughs> that uh everything was going to go like gangbusters that i signed a two-year lease here that's up in june is our last month so we might be moving out but like i said chrissy and elvis don't want to for different reasons chrissy loves the beach Sid just loves anywhere she is. Any two-year-old loves just anywhere they are. Like, so she can't advocate for or against. But Chrissy loves the beach. She's a beach person. She lived in Thailand. She loves the beach, right? Elvis loves the Pokemon hunting. So there's two reasons to stick okay. around Laguna, for Pokemon and the beach. Now, I hate the beach and Pokemon. <laughs> I, that's terrible. <laughs> this place is perfect for you. You know, I, I, I think that um, maybe you should look into, maybe we do this as like a timeshare. There's a helicopter going overhead. Somebody's drowning. Well, it sounds different than the helicopters in L.A. Right. Somebody's uh, so, uh, riptide or something. Anyways, we have one of my favorite human beings as a guest tonight on Don't Die. And guests on Don't Die, make it makes no sense. It's just random. It's like Keith Morris. <laughs> Keith Morris has nothing to do with drug treatment. He has nothing to do with anything. But it's mostly just people we like we have on. And this guy... Jeff, I love. And Jeff is my <laughs> dentist. He's my dentist. He's my wife's dentist. He's changed our lives. We're two junkies with bad teeth that go through life saying we don't care about how bad our teeth look, but we really do. And you know this, Chuck. There's a lot of joking around about teeth in NA in particular. And of course, you got heroin anonymous. There's a lot of joking around about teeth because junkies have bad teeth. And somehow we try to with false bravado say it doesn't matter to us or make jokes about our shitty teeth or whatever and really it's about we can't afford to get our teeth fixed yeah I that's what it is most well, people i know that's that's the only standing point it's not because they're afraid of what they'd look like with teeth again or, <laughs> you know, like, i don't know i just look kind of soft with a mouthful of teeth so so Jeff has found a way. He's the, the shining light for junkies, which is you can finance teeth now for over 60 months. Did you know that? A five-year? Five-year finance. Hmm. You yeah, can get so your whole a, mouth done for 300 bucks a month. It's a third-party lender, and it, it's not a credit card. So it's neat in that it's, it's more patient-friendly where if you miss a payment, 
they don't go after you for all your interest and they don't <laughs> jack you up. <laughs> they, don't, they don't take away your house and your teeth stay in your head. So, but uh, we do have something in common, Bob. It's we, we practice compassion. Right. I mean, that's why we oh. do it. And, and you had people bend over backwards for you and, and not ever give up. And then I'm, I'm in the same position in that I, I have a skill that I'm able to present to people. And with my past... So I was, a, I was a professional snowboarder for 11 years, and we partied, and I lost friends to drugs. Did you get your teeth knocked out falling off the snowboard? Close, but I, I was always <laughs> smart, and I wore a mouth guard. Oh, so that oh was the God. thing. It's huge. So mouth yeah, guard. See, he's younger than us, a, Chuck. <laughs> he's way younger so people with a mouth guard. aren't smart. That's what I've learned so far. People without <laughs> teeth. Did any of the other snowboarders wear mouth guards, or were you the only one? Uh, I was I was one of the only ones. It was neat in that we, because uh, I was racing, I had a full full helmet, and everybody pretty much had a, a face shield. But those that didn't, you, you lost were, their teeth. Lost their teeth. <laughs> but yeah. you learn how to wreck after after long enough. Where you slide, you don't tumble. Well, but, that's what, that's so. what they tell you about motorcycle helmets mm-hmm. too. They go full face is the only one that comes with a dental plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you can lose teeth without going down. Well, if you look mm-hmm. at all the original skateboarders I know, all their teeth are knocked out. They look like hockey players. Mm-hmm. The skateboarders, Tony Alva, and you know, oh, a lot of them are no front teeth. Yeah, yeah, it's from skateboarding, Chuck. It's pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. I've seen people mess up their teeth just being singers, just grabbing mics and banging, and banging in into them all the time. But, yeah. but so, sports are no joke. I mean, basketball. So, you know. but well, you got to mention Martin Lenoble. Martin Lenoble's kind of proud. Flea, too, has a huge gap. He doesn't care. Uh, it also becomes bad teeth in certain people like Flea and Martin. It becomes kind of their calling that's, card. Yeah, that's his, that's his Joe Strummer yeah. had bad teeth. Oh, Bowie's teeth were fantastic before he got them fixed. <laughs> Have you ever seen a cast of those? If you get a chance, Google a cast of Bowie's uh, original David teeth. David Bowie's, are, you are on the internet far too much, Chuck, <laughs> if you have seen David Bowie's it's, teeth. It's it's crazy looking. It looks like a mouse trap. What would Shane McGowan be without Shane his Shane McGowan, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's so, also not healthy. I mean, you, all the things that can happen to you with rotten, with rotten teeth in your right. mouth, it's just, it can cause death, right? Yep, especially in your, your maxilla, your upper jaw. Your sinus is so close, and it's a it's a very short jump to your spine. Yeah, John Pachante so. says that in the Bob and the Monster documentary. Have you watched mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. He says the dentist told him he could he could die if he doesn't get his teeth fixed. Yeah, I, I don't know why people separate their mouths from the rest of their body. <laughs> I mean, it only feeds you, and when it hurts, you don't eat. So Good it's just... Point. We the, do definitely separate our well, teeth because, because from, it's a bone. from health. It, it, I think of them as bones, and it's like if I broke my finger, or my finger was broken, I'm not thinking it's going to kill me. I'm just thinking it's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> right. But and these are bones, right? So you have, you have nerves running all outside of your bones. But in your teeth, you, you, they're hard little objects that have plumbing. So you have blood supply and nerve. And That's they get infected. And they That's get infected the thing that they were they talking harbor. about with John. John yeah. had infections. And they, right? blow, they blow up on you. How, about, how come I've never heard? So there's two things that I wanted to touch on. One is, we've always told people that they can die from benzo withdrawal. Mm-hmm. But then I said to Dr. Drew, you ever seen anybody die from benzo withdrawal? And he said, no, it's not, it's not real. I ne- he never had, I never had, Dr. Blum, who we work with, never had. So we keep telling benzo addicts they could die from withdrawals and then the, unless they listen to us or stay on the medicine or whatever. But we have never seen anybody die. Have you ever seen anybody die from a tooth infection? I had a patient two days ago. It's funny you bring You're that up. You're kidding me. And she said her father went back and forth between dentists and then one dentist was like, ah, you're fine. That's an infection. You should get it taken care of. They, uh, and then they said, oh, this is medical. You need to go to the hospital. And then the emergency room bounced him back to the dentist. He did this for two weeks. And, and he then, died? And he, had, he went into a coma and he died. What it, so the infection yeah, bursts and goes to your brain? Is that it what it just, is? It starts to travel everywhere. Because your sinus is so, basically an open... So do you go septic then at that you point? Do. Is that what it is? Yep. That's crazy. So, yeah. anyways, it's not just vanity, but it's health, and and but it, it but it does something about self esteem. Ever since you fixed my teeth and you put what three posts in, and a bridge, right? I just feel more confident, and I'm a pretty confident guy to begin <laughs> with. He's almost impossible to do it. He's so confident. You've ruined, you've ruined Mike Mart's <laughs> life now. I, I, uh, the, I, I empowered you too much. <laughs> 
but I it, was wondering t- what made you that gave you that then, extra burst till of then sexy. you were in check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it kept it in check, right? But but it, thanks, dude. But it I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the world won't forget that you're the one that brought him back up, <laughs> dude. Uh, sometimes I would feel like one of my front teeth is gonna fall out, like at any second. Mm. Right? It it almost did. <laughs> <laughs> That's not I, funny. I That's think sad. I think I took I took that one out with yeah. my fingers. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that was the that was the phone call I finally got. So I met Bob at Disneyland. At Disneyland. I walked by him uh leaving Toontown and he was Toontown. walking towards it. I was going to with Sydney was going to meet Minnie at Minnie's house yeah. in Toontown. So I walk I walked by with my wife and I'm like, Oh, there's there's a there's Bob Forrest, and she's like, "Who the hell is that?" And I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." So you don't know who it is, but but I, I had know, but I, look at his teeth. Oh my god, we've got to help so this then, man. So then uh, I I I uh, listened to Thelonious Monster way back, and then and then uh, you don't look old enough. I'm 45. No so way. Then, yeah. So then uh, oh, I, I work on myself. So you get Botox. He can inject yeah, himself I, I with Botox. Botox. No, I don't, Botox. I don't. You guys at home, he looks like a 13 year old that can grow a beard. I keep myself pretty. So <laughs> what is that? Yeah. No, you don't. You eat right and you don't drink or take drugs. Right. That, that's right. <laughs> Chuck, we just went too far with the not eating right and drinking and taking drugs, and there's no coming back at a certain point. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm married. <laughs> We're used to all of our friends just burning out about 35 or so. <laughs> yeah, you look 50 when you're 28. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. I just posted a picture of me and my dad for his birthday. And I saw that. This guy comes in, he goes, man, you were good looking when you were younger. And I go, that was like eight years ago. <laughs> And he goes, what happened? And I said, kids. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask if it was your brother? No. Uh-huh. He was like, guy, when you were younger, it wasn't that long ago. So that, so, so you, you said, you know, in the nicest way, in the Jeff-like way, in this compassionate way, <laughs> if you would ever, I'm a dentist, and if you would ever want help with your teeth that I can see are falling out. <laughs> Hey, what's that? You dropped something. That's exactly what I said. The reason I followed you is because here's your teeth back. (laughs) I've been following you. (laughs) Unless you're leaving a trail so you don't get lost, you have a problem, sir. And and what's funny is my teeth problems go back to before Thelonious Monster. I realized first we wrote four songs all at once, like within the first two weeks of Thelonious Monster. One of the lines in one of the songs, it says, I got. I got uh, uh, life's a groove. I got nothing to prove. A stack of IOUs and a rotten tooth. That's one ah. of the first lines I ever wrote in a song was about how fucked up my teeth were. That was in 1983, Chuck. Imagine what 2018 mm. was like. Oh my God. <laughs> 40 years later, how, you, you probably have 40 still, rotten teeth. I still 40 more got, songs. I still hadn't gone to a dentist in 35 years. And that was years. well before a cereal song where you couldn't chew your yeah. cereal. So teeth is, you know, and you, you, you just came in like an angel and then what, oh. w- what's so weird I, is i had just opened my office and and i had followed bob's career over the years and then uh after dental school was when celebrity rehab was on and i was blown away about all the all the people you helped over the years and then and then bob and the monster it was like man i gotta i gotta work with this I guy. gotta help this guy so <laughs> then i mean look at his teeth i totally gotta help this guy <laughs> So you then I, I ran into better. him. <laughs> so I ran into him, and I'm like, if, "If you ever want to come down, you know, I'll offer my services, and I'll take care of you and your family. It's just you, you, you are giving back energy to the system, and I love it." So I waited, and I waited for six to eight months, and eventually I got a call yeah, back. Yeah, because Bob's <laughs> voice on the line going, "Can I get some help?" Yeah, it was. Well, it's it's that shame, and I know there's a lot of people that are listening right now that have that shame. I just didn't want to admit that it really does affect how you feel about yourself. It right? does, and and the whole thing with dentistry is is my position. I'm I'm I like to guide my patients to uh, a resolution, get them to a pretty smile because. It really does affect your psyche. If it affects your confidence, you don't want to smile when you when you talk to somebody. You block your mouth. Well, I would notice, and, like I didn't mind at night. At night, people can't see, but in the daytime, 
people can see. And that's so, business hours. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and you're, you're a celebrity. I mean. Well, I was. Okay. But, but the, so form, forming celebrity. Now? And, but I'm what trying, I'm trying to restore you by starting yeah. with your smile. Yeah, we got to get my smile and get back on TV. But, but it is weird about fame. So let's talk about that for a second. So we had a band, it was semi-successful, but it had an effect on a lot of young people in Southern California, what Jeff is describing. And once I got sober and I accepted that, like we, we may not have sold millions of records, but we had this really cool thing that affected a lot of people's lives in a positive way about how they felt, felt about themselves and what was possible. So then I, you know, I kind of came to grips and it was really through AA step work, like my anger towards Anthony because he's so successful and I'm not or all this kind of stuff. I had sorted it all the way through. And I was like, by the time like seven or eight years sober and I felt good about Thelonious Monster, I felt I had so many musicians tell me how much they loved Thelonious Monster, right? It means a lot when Beck tells you he loves Thelonious Monster when he was a kid. It means a lot when Gwen Stefani says, I used to go see you guys all the time. It just means a lot. And then people like Jeff I'd start to meet like that had this Thelonious Monster was their favorite mm. band. They seen it fifty times and it made them feel like they had a band to champion that was talking to them and I just felt so good about it. And I'd given up on fame and anything to do with it. And then all of a sudden celebrity rehab comes along. And it's the craziest thing happened because my teeth were bad then. I remember mm. being on television a lot and seeing my teeth and like, holy fucking shit. God, why did they shoot it from that angle? I would always blame the camera people, not, not my fear of dentistry. <laughs> and let's talk about that. People have a fear of the dentist. Okay, so is that what it was? It, it wasn't a money thing, actually. It was a fear well, of dentistry? Well, no, I didn't. Well, it was two things. I didn't think I could afford the implants, right? Because they, they just make it seem so scary, like it's $5,000 a piece and you need 10 of them. Like, okay, conversation over because I ain't even got rent money for next month. Mm -hmm. So there's that economic thing. And then there's that fear that I had that, that not many people do, which is unique, is I knew that the pain management, that you're going to have to have meds, that you're going to have to deal with pain because my friend had relapsed from going to the dentist after five years, right? And I'd seen several people go the wrong way with dentistry that were sober people, mm -hmm. right? So that was mine. But more, I think, other people like Chrissy and, and more normal people are scared of the pain itself. I was scared of the pain management. I can take pain. And you know I fucking can because mm -hmm. I got nothing when we did this yeah. for five straight hours. How about that, Chuck? My entire mouth raw open with screws going up in it. <laughs> nothing. And it was amazing. I mean, it was just local you kept anesthetic. Saying, Are you okay? Yeah, because he was waiting for something to hurt. So, so my approach is, is I a lot of novocaine. No, not too much. It was normal. It was just the 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 pain during the procedure isn't isn't the the, the killer. It's after because ah. then you're at home alone. You're like, oh, what do I do? This is but this people is are scared me. to go to the chair because right. they think right. it's going to be it's, so painful. It's the lack of control, and then they don't know what's coming next. Well, so I, I think most people have had a bad experience in a dentist yeah, chair or I don't a know friend how, as a, as a child, even yeah. sitting there and going ah. I can feel that mm -hmm. or stop, you know, and telling and it, them to stop. And then that breathing on that. Is just, and it used to be just like medicine. We, we know what's going on. You, you, you can't be possibly hurting. I just gave you four, four carpules of, of anesthetic. How is that possible? But pa patients feel it and they remember. So you have to be very in tune, very, you have to have that, that skill set where you can sense what's going on. When you put the mirror in their mouth, are they flinching if you touch a certain area? So you have to be very light with your touch. So over the years and seeing and making some mistakes, you eventually pick up that light touch. And I always had a practitioner tell me, do you want uh, a cow in your mouth or do you want a butterfly touch in your mouth? And that's, that's what I say to my assistants is you have to be very mindful of what you do in a patient's mouth. So getting back to your getting to the dentist because of the fear, it's, it's that fear of the unknown, that pain. So what, what I did with Bob was everything was normal, but the aftercare is something that we do special in my office. So when we work with the laser, um, you come in every couple days. Bob did it a couple times, but he, he was a trooper. But hmm, we, yeah. <laughs> For once in my life, I yeah. was a trooper. 
and, and he actually was pretty compliant. But you you shine the laser. <laughs> that's a, that's a, something that yeah. has never second. been said he about me ever. Compliant. I don't know. If, I don't you're want gonna, that. You're gonna out. have yeah, to edit that out. out. Yeah. I don't want as, that going as, out to the public. As compliant. Bob compliant. <laughs> well, I scaled it to to Bob's definition. So every time I call him, he won't get back to me for like four or five months. Yeah. But so that's his yeah. that's his definition. But. So it's, it's a procedure called photobiomodulation, and you shine the laser for a minute or two at, at the, the, the wound site, and it speeds up the healing. It, and it, it, uh, basically, you're, you're speeding up the well, you blood be, flow into the but area. But before you huh. get to that, yeah. he, I had no bone. He built bone in my mouth. Yeah. So no, we, before we get to that, do you think Bob was like compliant and <laughs> agreeable because he was scared out of his fucking mind? Oh, you think? I, I uh, had him he was tied just, like, to the chair. Out of the chair. And, was uh, he hanging out of the dude, chair? I was shaking when I was in the parking lot. Was he Cause, shaking? Because that's what cause, he does. Because he a lot, like. Six hours, like he, he, you know. Wait, it was long... five. Now it's six. So How long was I was in three, that chair? It was three hours. <laughs> it was not that long. <laughs> so it seemed by like, the end of this, it seemed it, like be, ten hours. Be, <laughs> there you go, ten, <laughs> ten hours. So we're at ten hours now, dude. <laughs> but hey, but how about when the the posts go up in? He pushes a button and it clicks in your bone, and you can feel it. You can hear it go. So the, nice. the the types of implants we use just activated inside. It's so, so it's, but it's so it's rad. Neat. So can yeah. you put like any kind of tooth you want on there? Could I can you bite do an apple. I don't bite an apple. He said that you, part you of the could, demonstration, but, but yeah, you could, but you're gonna break stuff with fangs. <laughs> with fangs, like you're gonna break. I think that'd be pretty You're gonna cool. break your your friend's skin or something if you're. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> you're gonna break your friend's skin. Can you like, what are you hey, doing with your teeth? Huh? Can you like unscrew them so and put in like fangs. a gold one and then this? unscrew? It and put it back in, like I change was, them out. No, but how about this? I can go back in time and say, I got sober. You know, we all have these markers, Jeff, or when we got sober. So I got sober in March of 1996. It was probably years before that. I probably hadn't bitten a taco with my teeth, except for two back molars I have, in since 1992. Yeah, that's what he said. Two days later, he's like, "Thank I'm you." Eating a I just, taco. I, I just love tacos. You can bite right through them, yeah. Chuck. <laughs> you, can be, you can just bite right. Through I just them. ate. Like, I just <laughs> had my first burger, and it's been ten it's years. So, Discovery. Yeah. Because I used to have to push food way back over here. Is the only place mm. I have good teeth, and I could bite back there. It's weird. You can't get a taco back there. <laughs> and the first time, I was just like, "This is amazing." See, now there's a reason to smile. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. I mean, it goes full circle. I mean, but so I want to know where'd you get the bone to put in a bone? <laughs> so it's it's a graft. It it's, comes from a it comes from a bone. bone. It's, it's, it's pig bone. It was actually it was cow bone. Cow so, bone. Yeah, but it's, it's I don't it's care. A graft. I don't care. Check it works. Damn so he has good. Has a bowl in his mouth. <laughs> Yes. So, all right. People have said that. It comes out with the bullshit. You know what? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But no, that's just so cool. Hence the increase in confidence. Yes. Right. I got the bull in my mouth now. It's 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 standard procedure. You you use sterilized bone to help augment a defect. And then he took my own blood and mixed it with. Yeah. So that's a neat procedure. Uh, I do PRF in my office. Platelet rich fibrin. You and keep using all these words. Up. So <laughs> all that is, so I'll explain enough. it to you. So I, I draw your blood and I spin it down and it creates these little gel membranes. So you, you've heard of tissue rejection. This is huge because you already, I put that into the sites and then you get all of the, the activity happening without having to circulate through your body. So your okay. body's natural sense of healing, inflammation, tacks on to all the weak areas in your body. And, and it helps to reduce that, that, uh, inflammation so you can keep the nice blood flow in the area and it helps speed healing so and all that is is just you're 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 taking blood from your patient spinning it and then getting something out and then you, and then you're putting it over the site and it's all natural stuff as opposed to putting more um uh, like collagen and which are which are good procedures but this is this gives you a more um listen it's the yeah. greatest thing that ever happened to me and i was just because i was at disneyland yeah, so, so it, it's worth Jeff's the season kind of passes. Now, that Jeff's, procedure you're just talking about is that like is was that did somebody invent that how long has it been it's been it's about 10 years oh okay. he's uh, got a new. machine that my, does it. my friend my mentor rick miron he he worked with uh 
Professor Chacroon in France, and they came up with this procedure, and uh, it's, it, it differs from another procedure where they, where they inject uh, uh, anticoagulants so it, so it doesn't clot up. So you can wait for like a whole surgery, or Dr. Drew got it in his neck, PRP. Yeah, yeah. It's different. This one you got to work fast. Hmm. So because you're not putting anything into it. So anyway, so he invented it, and then they, they just tons and tons of research. You wouldn't believe how many millions of dollars. So the go point the point for people though is if you've been told you don't have enough bone for implants to even go in. Jeff can deal with that too. There are certain parts of my mouth that implants can't go, right? It's just so bad. You can. It's just it would it would take a while to set. Uh, oh, to do your more, sinus, more bone? Yeah, because you lost a lot of bone in the back. So, so what we were talking about earlier, can an infection really reach reach the vital stuff in your brain is because of your sinus and then the, the, the closeness to all the, the blood flow in the area. So when you don't have teeth, you start to lose bone. When you lose all that bone you have to have something to go into. You can't do the posts in them. So you right? implant and it'll pierce through your sinus and that's... That's the worst thing ever. So I you heard. would avoid that by doing a separate procedure called a sinus augmentation. So, um, uh, but it's, it's Nothing more Nothing is hopeless. I thought I was hopeless and look at me now, Chuck. Yeah, you have so, a beautiful so smile. <laughs> you, that, that's freaking root, me out. The all roots the actually can go up into the sinuses, right? They can actually grow into, your, up into yeah, the so sinuses? Your, your roots... Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. So what happens is is, is your uh, Do you need implants, in, Mike? <laughs> in your top I teeth, might. you you have three roots and it it sometimes cradles your sinus. That can be sitting right on top of your sinus. So if you if your tooth goes bad, you take it out, it sometimes tears the sinus. So you need to have the 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 skill to be able to plug that up. That's so what it, happened to me. I had yeah. a hole like mm -hmm. after I got this one tooth pulled and it was like this total so if you don't pain pick, if you don't pick up no, on that like it'll it'll nail your patient in the end and it's it's not a fun experience what happened mike until it healed up if i, I couldn't like you know i'd close my mouth but uh you could feel the air going through mm -hmm. the sinus it didn't passage. hurt that didn't hurt it didn't hurt it was just weird <laughs> could you whistle through it you know what I mean? No, I mean, I think it's common, right? For those black... Well, it's common in junkies. It's, yeah. it's common, but it shouldn't happen. So, there you right. go. So it was yeah. a dentist's it's all, fault. It's, well, it can Bastard. be that... Because <laughs> you can't trust, trust that dentists, guy. Hey, uh, Have you learned that? I got another question. Only do Jeff. I, only you know, Jeff hey, do Jeff, I trust. I got another question. Okay, so me and Bob, like, we're songwriters, right? And we just think, like, uh, Ishtar is funny as hell because it's like, yeah. you know, these two stu stupid songwriters making jokes, like, you know, and they're terrible songwriters. Do dentists, like, really laugh, like, at the W.C. Fields, the old dentist thing where he's got the chair and he's pulling on the thing yeah. or, or the Steve Martin like the or, or, or the Tim, like, Tim Conway where, yeah. where he's a... Do they just like crack yeah. up? Go, yeah. God, so funny. They man. put those in our presentations in dental school. Like they would <laughs> no, show that yeah. video. It's hilarious, it's right? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Because it's, I mean, it's, it's a funny it. subject. But you're, <laughs> but you're trying to demystify dentistry, yeah. right? So That's the whole the thing mission. is... It's, just it's called Rancho Dentistry. De Rancho Dental Studio. Dental Studio. It's here in Laguna Niguel. Rancho, I have, I don't even know the yeah. name of okay. my own so rehab. It's Rancho Dental Studio in Mission Viejo. It's not in Laguna <laughs> Niguel. I get it all wrong. My name is Jeff Flores. <laughs> Steve, not no. Steve. <laughs> yeah, just Google Ranch. Well, you can't even do it. You got to have the studio. Rancho okay. Dental Studio. Yeah, Rancho Dental Studio. And if you're in Rancho. Orange County and you we're need, in Mission Viejo, and you just just go see Jeff and see what he could do. But don't live like I lived for 35 years, feeling ashamed and not wanting to smile. If I wasn't such a narcissist, I probably would have killed myself, Chuck. But now I'm going to be insufferable <laughs> from here on out. Good. <laughs> Good. That's the way people like you, Bob. They like you snarky and on top. Yeah. But, uh, but it really is a miracle how it makes you feel. I just can't... Like now, because the habituation of having bad teeth and not wanting to smile or never being able to bite an apple or a taco or whatever, it starts to fade away because you've been like that for decades. It takes time to get used to... Like, I can eat anything. Because I always used to sit down in a restaurant and go, what can I eat? Like, it always had to be soft, mm -hmm. it always had to be, and I would have to pick things that I could eat, 
Now I can fucking pick anything, Chuck. So did you go out and have a steak or anything? I've had steak. I've had taco tacos. Mike is my favorite thing. Couldn't eat tacos. <laughs> hard shell tacos? But you're yeah, having to make tacos. those decisions when you're so young. Because then you you just lose all your confidence. And you, you don't want to smile. You, you're... You know, you're in position where you're at a job and then all of a sudden people start looking at you like, whoa, dude, what's up with you? And it's just it, it totally opens up your life, your confidence, your happiness. People around you notice your glow. It, it does change. It does you. change. So things. on that note, if I may, um, we are doing a Project Smile community project where we are accepting people's stories to write us uh, the reasons why they deserve a smile makeover. So smile makeover. We've been, yeah, so <laughs> we, we did a right. Facebook Live on it, and then uh, what we're doing is is people tell us those reasons, and then we'll evaluate and, and pick the best ones, and then we're going to bring in uh, the finalists for exam cleaning and X-rays, and then we're going to pick one person to uh, to redo their to mouth. redo their mouth, and it's just I mean some of the stories we've gotten just it, it breaks your heart. Uh, a lot of mothers and fathers that have been working two and three jobs and just have had some hard luck and and really really working hard for their families but the 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 first thing to go are their teeth because yeah that's something it doesn't hurt i can worry about it later and it just snowballs so that's what it is yeah. also if you go back in my history all those teeth that are empty they didn't just fall out i had them extracted because yeah. you're sitting there at the dentist and they tell you well it's a root canal it's 500 dollars, or i could just pull it for 50 bucks you're always going to pull it just pull it how many how many times have you pulled it mike i was thinking of having one pulled next month <laughs> so that's a big deal too every time you lose a tooth it your mouth does change why did they always Every, give you that option? They, they don't say you could get on a payment plan. Cause it, cause you should costly. really try to save this, save this tooth, right? A, a lot of times when, when patients come in, they're smokers. Their diet's not the best. Yeah, they're not oh, brushers and flossers. Uh, so, those, no, so you know a, what those are called, yeah. Jeff? They're called junkies. Yeah, but, <laughs> you just described the three of us, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> smokers, don't eat right. You don't have check. Uh, well, let's give Jeff a Dental break. A breakdown. Let's give him a breakdown of junkie life. <laughs> you, Je I need Jeff, to floss for you real. You need you need forty dollars <laughs> minimum a day, and you don't have a job. Mm -hmm. This is going to limit your access to food. This is why so many narcotic <laughs> addicts have malnutrition. Is that not right, Chuck? I, I believe so. It's, mal it's called mal malnutrition. Every t person we test, Chuck works at a great place in Huntington Beach called Wavelengths. I work where you know where I work. Almost 50% of the people that admit to an inpatient treatment center are malnourished. Right. Malnutrition is a huge part of bad teeth, right? And, and when you have that, the, the biology in your mouth changes. So it's this nice balance of bacteria in your mouth. And then if it gets out of whack, if it gets too acidic, if it gets too basic, it's just it, your teeth start to rot. And junkies really don't care about all that stuff. <laughs> they don't. You know, they don't. They and, shoot and it dope just, right out of a donkey. Yeah, so. come, comes over the border and somebody's ass. But, but put it in a spoon. But the point, I mean, because I've I've listened to a lot of these podcasts, and mm. the point is, is, is even when you come out, just don't die. You know, do what you got to do and get to that point where you 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 see the light, but you just don't die. And it's the same thing with with the dentistry. If you have lack of care in your mouth you, you need to still take care of your teeth it, it just can't be something little throwaway because everybody can brush their teeth and i well, think no, I, see i didn't have a toothbrush the last nine months i was out there but you have a t-shirt you know and, yeah. and and i'm not i'm not i'm not advocating i'm not advocating brushing your teeth with your, your t-shirt but i'm telling you it's it's i mean what did they do before toothbrushes you know they they pulled teeth all the time oh. but the but the teeth that stayed in were at least deplacked so you don't have to brush and floss every day. That is ideal, but you got to do something. So it's it's kind of Jeff's I'm, been trying to get me to floss, Mike. How do you think that's oh, going? Like, hard. You know, I like yeah. that wide stuff, man. Yeah, super floss. So I guess it's, super it's, floss, yeah. super floss. It's super wide. Floss. It's wide, <laughs> it's but like when you pull it tight, it thins out, and then one end of it's stiff. So if you have any areas that are tight, it kind of pokes through. But it doesn't hurt as much as the thin stuff. Yeah, because it's nice and fluffy. So. <laughs> Fluffy, <laughs> fluffy dental floss. So you're methodical. You really do. You oh, do it really costs do. more, Bob, but I do it. it. Yeah. You do. You floss. Oh, yeah. yeah, in between do the you teeth floss, I have Chuck? left. Yeah, of course I do, <laughs> because I'm worth God it. Damn, damn look at this. <laughs> Two flossing junkies here. Well, you know, because when you get enough 
crowns are enough teeth. My teeth stop here. Okay, so you, you don't understand. <laughs> you get enough bridges, you can only floss two or three teeth. That's, that's huge. So <laughs> to, to get under those bridges, that's that's where the super floss will help. Here's the funny so. thing. So Jeff, I wasn't doing what he wanted me to do. So for Christmas, I think he gave me the toothbrush he wants me to use. This one that does it right. Sonic. And I'm like, please yeah, use it's a Sonic. Sonic. Please. I, got, you have, it's a Sonic. I got a Sonic. Mike Mark's got a Sonic. <laughs> what the hell? Like, please use this for so, Christmas. So now it's in my bathroom. It's in my bathroom at home, and he has a special toothpaste you're supposed to use. It's got a prescription. It's a very ugly bottle. I, I kind of put mm. it on the side of the thing. But I don't necessarily always do it, but every after like the third... Great, you're telling me wait, all of this But now. wait, though. I'm going to tell you what a profound effect you have in my life. About the third day that I realized that I don't use the fancy toothbrush because it's so complicated... Is it that complicated? It's There's got a, a button on it. There's an oh, on no. button. Not a button. It's got a fucking button on it. And you gotta put it on a charger. Is that oh, it's complicated? But, it's got a button. On, but anyways, off. I feel guilty just letting Jeff down and then I start flossing and doing it right for like two or three days and then it just re- repeat. Hey Bob, I got news for you. He knows. You just started brushing two or three days before you come to see yeah. him. <laughs> but, Doing but, Listerine the day of. But no, doesn't. let's get to the flossing thing. I'll tell you why, and I just didn't want to say it in front of your assistant. When I would floss, it would bleed, like bad bleed. Mm-hmm. So I got into this thing where I just don't fucking do that. No, like, you have to do Like, that's not something you sh- you think you should be doing you to rinse yourself. Yeah. You rinse until it stops. What the fuck? Are you a dental expert? No. <laughs> I've had bad teeth all my life. I've dealt with it a whole my, all my Mike Mart knows more about dentistry than almost anyone. No, he, he's caught on. Is that the right thing that when you bleed, eventually it won't bleed so much? Right, because you're you're bleeding because it's inflamed. It's you know you're, you're a gingivitis. But if you but really isn't that need counterintuitive? When you see right, blood, yeah. aren't you supposed to That's stop bad. something? Yeah. So if I'm if my arm's bleeding, I'm not going to continue yeah, to but, scratch it and make it. But it's it bleed. like hair falling out. People yeah. they start losing their hair, so they stop brushing it when really they need to stimulate the scalp. That doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> everything to do with it. <laughs> everything about? to do with it. So so the mouth is is your temple. You have to be super gentle. So when you don't when you don't brush regularly, the the, the junk that the bacteria spits no, out of you your mouth. You told me I brush a lot. I brush like three times a day because I had gotten used to brushing three times a day because when you have rotten gums and broken teeth, right. your stink, breath smells yeah. all the time. So I do brush. Correct. It's just that that fancy toothbrush, it feels tickly. It goes away after a week of, of pressing the on button. He's not really telling the truth either because he chews gum all day, oh. long. All day long. Nicotine gum. Yeah. Got to. Is that stuff bad for your teeth? Yeah, it's it's. Is it good for your teeth? Is I don't thing? think it's good for your teeth. So you're you're. Neither no, is living, Chuck. No, gum is it, gum is supposed to be really bad for your teeth. No, not necessarily. Gum is sugarless. Sugarless is good because you're. Look at Mike was right always, again. Dang, what the fuck are you? I chew sugarless gum all the time. Sugarless That's perfect. gum. Perfect. And because the Trident, dentist told you it's, it's good, you know that rain stuff, that stuff that comes in the in the little package. Rain. It's called rain. How do you know so much about dentistry? You know, my wife makes me go, but I think it's a thing for Mike. I think he enjoys it. My wife makes me an appointment and says, you, you must will go. Have a, you must have a guy that you trust in life. You know, I go to the American Indian Clinic down in San Diego. There you go. See, it's weird. Like, how come, yeah, dentistry hasn't made that leap like medicine has, which is pretty much the four of us, anything that happens to us, we're not going to have to pay 400 bucks for it in, medically. Right. Right. You know, so if you they, look they at treat, it, they treat dentistry like it's elective. It's not elective, and that's True. that's True. the big, it's fucked the big up. ruse. So uh, there's this uh, anecdote where uh, back in the '60s, a Mustang was twenty-one thousand dollars, and your insurance coverage was max fifteen hundred dollars. In 2018, a Mustang is now forty, fifty thousand dollars, and your coverage is still fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it never evolved, but the cars got more expensive. But your coverage still sucks. But it's it's one of these things where that's why prevention is huge for everybody. So you can be healthy, you can be unhealthy, but it's it's such a small thing to just take care of your teeth little by little every day, so it doesn't jump up on you right it costs twenty six hundred dollars for two porcelain crowns mm-hmm. but it cost me a hundred dollars 
to go have my appendix and pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Is that crazy? And or that's what? both with insurance. Yeah. So it's it's it. We got to get to a better place. But till then, yeah. they got this great thing. What's it called? Green. Chrissy just Green filled sky. it out yesterday. Yeah. Greatest thing ever, Chuck. What's it called? The Green. The company is Green Sky. Green that Sky. Is, it's like. Scary. Is it like a hippie I, organization? No, it's not. It's <laughs> somebody <laughs> figured out how to how to have all of this uh, coverage, medical, dental. And also for veterinary, it's kind of like care credit, but it's a little different. Um, it's it is, way it less interest, way less interest. Yeah, it's an installment plan versus a credit card. So credit card, you're late, they nail you with interest. This one, it's it's more, it's more humanistic. So you're saying it's okay to miss payments. <laughs> that's, can, what, that's what a junkie please. heard. That's what a junkie <laughs> heard. <Okay. laughs> your, your mortgage, your car, you don't need to pay that's for it. That's a J word to you, yeah. by the way. Got it. You know what? I just even, well, anyways, it's a, it's a miracle, and everybody who's in Orange County or should contact Jeff and, and drive get, in from out of state. He's nice. If you could see him, he's got a great smile, and he's a, he's a pleasant-looking <laughs> no, man. Chuck and Mike are like the leaders of Orange County and Long Beach AA. I think they what? could rustle you up. <laughs> Between the two of them, they could rustle you up like 100 clients. I've never been the leader of anything. You're the fucking leader of Long Beach. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yay, Mike Martin. Isn't he? Chuck. You're doing a great job down there in Orange County. Well, no. He, <laughs> I think we've got to get our people together sometime. Yeah. I'll get my tribe. You bring your tribe. Yes, in the park. <laughs> yes. A knife fight Well, or he always makes a point that he doesn't live in Orange County. I Why are you LA lying County, with him? Because Long Beach is L.A. County. I know. So that's two separate communities. Right. And you right. only know that now because you were doing yeah, the I research. Always, I always want to yeah, for, Long Beach, for right. Long Beach. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't like that Mike's down here on my turf. This is Orange County. This is Orange you County. Know, yeah, but like I went that. to school in Orange County. Yeah, it doesn't I count. Went, I went to Huntington Beach High. I went to Smith Elementary. Why? Because you lived in Seal Beach? No, I lived in Sunset Beach. I bet you they, I can imagine what you were like in high school. I bet you the Huntington Beach principal is like, well, we've got to get rid of this Sunset Beach coming here to this school. <laughs> the why, hell is why that? Why are we letting Sunset Beach into our fine <laughs> yeah, town? Because Sunset Beach, Mike was probably the only high school student there. Was there other people that lived there? No, there's all kinds of kids. There's too. like 10 houses there. And Sunset Beach, where, no, 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 no. Where Jack in the Box is? From Jack in the Box to the Water Tower, yeah. And There's sure. like 100 houses there. How many high school kids? 500 people when I was growing up. No. Yep. In, that, in Sunset in Beach? In Sunset yeah, Beach, there's, yep. There's 2,500 people. There's a lot of rows of houses between and on the other side, on the Huntington side. Yep. Yeah, that was I, the population. But I just still think Huntington High probably would have really appreciated you going to Long Beach high school nah, nah, i would rather had you at millican the reason why i think at huntington beach high because i went to marina high school which is up inland right mm -hmm. and all the cool punk rockers and surfers and stoners and criminals that was went us. to huntington high school that was us and then that now i us. find out they were importing them you know what i mean there was a bunch of great criminal junkie sort of drug using you know ne'er-do-wells but Marina High School is closer to Sunset Beach than that's Huntington That's kind of where High. the academia went. You know that's I mean? where I went. Yeah, that's where I went. Yeah. That's a Huntington Harbor That explains folk. the disco clothes. The nerds went to Marina. Yeah, the totally hip kids went to, went to Huntington when Beach. When I was on Celebrity High, so at high school, they never wanted nothing to do with me. No one, you know, like I wasn't even invited to the, to the five-year reunion, right? Then I get on <laughs> television, right? And they start reaching out to me. Hey, you're a Marina hey, alumni, right? And so that I go to this, because you always want to be loved and appreciated. I go to my 20-year reunion, and they start talking about, I'm the third most famous person that's ever gone to Marina High School. And I'm like... I, you know, I didn't. You think were about like bullshit. It. Who I, are the other two? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> name wait, someone. Wait till I tell you who the other two are. No, I thought I, I thought it would be probably seventh or eighth or ninth. Don't wow. you think? Right. No. So then I go. Well, that's flattering. What, who's who's number one? And they said Kobe Bryant's wife. Not famous even Drew Bryant himself. Uh, famous Drew like, She's the most famous <laughs> alumni from my high school. The woman who married Kobe Bryant. That's I said, good. well. Then then I'm thinking now now I'm challenged like I got to be number two if that that's ridiculous I'm so more famous than her right? who's number two number two is Cherokee Parks the basketball player with all the <laughs> tattoos oh, Corey's brother yeah. Corey's brother he's a funny guy though yeah Cherokee I, I, is 
Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all covered guy. in tattoos, right? He's a good guy. He's a good guy, man. How does Chuck know Cherokee Parks? Jeff, how would you know him? Be, be, I don't know. He opened, you know what? He, he had a great bar there. <laughs> he the had a brig, place called the, Oh, he had a bar? Brig, yeah. yeah, the Brig where a bunch of rock and punk rock bands played. It was really fun. It was like, it's you know. It was right great. by the Jack in the Box down there. And I got to tell you, man, Corey, him and Corey are very close. And Corey's, you know, they're, they're just wonderful people. That's, no, I know. That's how I, I met him was I know Cherokee. I used to go to Clippers games and see him and hung out with him but but so then i was third now i've probably dropped off the map but i wonder is vanessa bryant still number one marina high school oh, no, i doubt it probably not. since he's not so when you were when you were you grew up where right around here in Sa- san juan capistrano san juan capistrano oh, mission <laughs> school oh really then st margaret's graduated nice. there you go Catholic school. Saddleback across nuns? the, across the street from my office. We had nuns. And I started at uh, St. Justin in Anaheim. And that was great. So, because I got, I went to Catholic. Rulers on your knuckles. Yeah, you I got even. the rulers too. What's with the rulers? I got the rulers. And, and I, I, got, I, got, I, still I got hit the in the head with a book for not paying attention. It worked. Oh, Look that how successful you are. You're Look a dog. You. you know what I got? <laughs> Twelve years off of school before I went back and, and saw the. You know what I got? Uh, got I was the ruler done with school. Was I was I had a comic book inside the the Bible. In the, the Bible, yeah, a little comic book, and I was reading the comic book, and the nun saw me reading the comic book. Comic book. <laughs> Mike has not changed since he's twelve years me old. Fucking the ruler, man, right across the knuckles. That is so crazy. Mike Mart was doing the same things when he was 12 that he does now. <laughs> yeah, but you know he takes care of his teeth. <laughs> he does take care of his teeth. And yeah, he's and I rule Long Beach, of course. No, but here's another here's <laughs> he is the thing. The ruler of Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> let's get let's get to why Mike does have good quality teeth and knows how to take care of them is because I, of the of the reservation service. The, yeah, and yeah. access. Huge. Access. Access is huge. Access is huge. So There you go. Dentistry cosmetics uh dermatology all of these specialties that people think oh i can't afford it that's that was the norm for a while so adjusting your fees and being compassionate is what i do because i like to sleep at night and i we live very modestly i mean we have three kids and my my children are my life so i want to teach them as they grow up to have this empathetic and compassionate point of view so you, don't, so you don't have a palatial Oceanside estate I don't. like this? Oh I don't. My I, God. I had to sell it to open the office. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not afraid your kids are going to hear us talking on this podcast someday? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so what the hell listen? is dad doing hanging around with those junkies? <laughs> <laughs> right. He's trying to promote compassion in yes, dentistry. I guess so. And you have to go hang around with some bad people, darling, sometimes to get your message out. So, yeah, to spread the message out, and that's another thing of... Uh, but you said something, Jeff, about wanting your children to grow up with compassion and mindfulness, and uh, obviously that's part of why we click, because that's what I try to do. But I've been getting discouraged lately. I just feel like we're... Like it's an onslaught of nonsense and division and hatred and stupidity. Like I've been overwhelmed by stupidity for the last, like, two weeks, right? And, and I get... I, and I said to somebody this morning, I'm just, I'm just going to make some dough off aloe and get the fuck out of this country. I said that this morning because I get so discouraged at how greedy and selfish and disgusting this country is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Don't you get discouraged sometimes, Chuck? Yeah. You know, sometimes if you and stop to think about it. Sometimes. It, but but yeah. I think it, it goes back to that same thing, like what he wants to show to his kids there are times when I don't, I don't need to leave the house. Everything I need is right in my house. I've got my wife. I've got Bug. I've, we've got the little things in my world is complete and good. And then I'm on my way to work and everything, and I'm almost whistling going down the street. Right. Everything's fantastic. And then other times I'll make the mistake of turning on the news. And yes, then I'll get a stupid call huge. or I'll see a stupid text or someone will say something dumb on, on social media. And then, it just, and then the day will spiral and it's just idiocy attracts idiocy. Or I'm looking for it, or it's attracted to me on that day or something. And I'll end up at the end of the day just going, why even bother? Well, because we're dads. That's we're a dads point. in here. And yeah. we, we've, got to, we've got to do something. You've never had the urge just to get out of here? 
Yeah, but because it's, what it's I'm just, trying to I've teach, never had the kind of money to make it feasible. When you talked about Bali starting, for fucking six thousand dollars a year, you can have a house. Yeah, but you said you know, at one point you were saying they're, we need to go do treatment in, in France, <laughs> Italy for no one sixteen thousand. Like yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. years a couple years ago when we started doing this, you were talking about I wanted to go to France and start a treatment center over there, and I went home and I told Amy and I said if if Bob hooks up this France thing, we're out. Yeah, it's it just to go somewhere and do it. I tried to do it in Brazil too. But I don't want to live in Brazil, but I <laughs> Brazil? Are you kidding me? It's the greatest country. You, you can have. You can have. Make sure you <laughs> save money. Save money but, for your exit. But the taxes. idea is, Brazil is right. the only place. I won't leave. No. I won't leave because I think we have to. The, the honorable and the ethical and the moral need to fight. But some days you just get discouraged. But and, to, and and I forget what it was. There was like somebody was. I, I know what it was. So there are. There are treatment centers, and Chuck and I know this well. So there's a treatment center that pays for... They have these deals with junky clients to go into a rehab center like mine that knows how to screen for insurance and has mostly good, well-insured people in it. I'm sorry. And they know what rehabs to target and get somebody to go in there and, and encourage them to leave. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. I know who the woman is. And I wanted to be old punk rock mike i wanted to go back to cathay de grand days and deal with her in a serious regular way but i didn't so evan went the total right route we called the fbi we testified we did everything we showed her the evidence we got a statement notified notarized by the client who was paid by this woman to poach clients out of our rehab center fbi said well thanks a lot thanks a lot and did nothing and then she's still in business yeah. Right? And you just get like, what? We Like, I'm not a typical, Evan is not a typical go call the FBI and do the right thing the way it's supposed to be done. And they don't do anything. And the woman's still poaching off of other rehabs now. Right? Right. And it well, just they, makes you think like, what kind of fucking person is that? When you take somebody who's got a, a shaky short period of sobriety, it's you take them and you put dope disease. in them. It's a deadly disease. You're talking yeah. about... You're Chuck ta knows. You're talking they about... They get the people to get high so they can re-access their insurance. Right. Anyways, um, thanks, Jeff, for coming on. Thanks for spreading the message. Thank thanks you. for saving my teeth. Thanks for making my wife so happy for her birthday. Thanks for everything that you do, and we're going to see uh, a Jeff T Dentistry Compassion Care podcast very soon. Hey, uh, so do you still have your passes for Disneyland? I'm out. Right now, we have SeaWorld passes. Because uh, mine Cause just Because they got rid up. of the Southern California pass. Yeah, they don't do the Southern California pass because yeah. the Star Wars thing is opening. Yeah, now, We'll be now down there the on Saturday one. if you happen to be at SeaWorld on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I'm letting mine go, too. For his birthday. Cool. Oh, really? It's his birthday? Happy yeah, birthday, Yeah, he loves, he loves so the animal life. And before they make that place disappear completely, I want him to see some uh, some ocean life up close. The weirdest thing happened to me, I took, I took Elvis to the Santa Monica Pier and he was hunting for Pokemon, and we ended up underneath of it. There's a, in the water, there's a, there's an aquarium under the Santa Monica Pier. I never knew it with a bunch of animals and sea life. It's totally cool. No mm. one even knows. It, I mean, it's not Sea World, but it's it's got tons of animals underneath, underneath the it. Santa Monica Pier. Is really? an aquarium. Yeah, you mean like under the Ferris wheel? Or yeah, yeah, right under there. There's a whole thing, and you you pay eight bucks, and you can see everything. It was crazy. That's like weird. how come no one? I've lived new. in L.A. my whole no. It's been there forever. Really? It's just like I can tell you nobody why. goes under there because <laughs> I never. I always park on the pier. That's I know. Why. So it's when you park on the pier, you don't go on the sand. You always you, think you the out. homeless junkies are down under the pier. You don't want to go down there. You think I'd have found that? <laughs> <laughs> you think about? Yeah. You think Mike would have been down there? Of course, there's an aquarium down there. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> He's an authority on children's like aquariums too. <laughs> but it was It's weird. one of the three largest <laughs> in, in Los, Los Angeles, Angeles County. County. In the world. Like Mike is Huelhauser, that would be great. It's like, oh, there's They should do a junkie Huelhauser, man, who just like explores America's like underground, just all high. Just homeless encampments. Yeah, really loaded. Yep. Alright, let's go. Next till next time. Don't die. And thanks to Jeff for coming on. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye. Jeff, thank you. Thank you very much.